Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Is the podcast landscape too crowded? Well, obviously not. So yes, you should make another show. Only this time, consider making one that's worth paying for. Hello and welcome to another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Terra. Talking about cozying up to various places to make your podcasting better this week. We talked about using data, really, really deep data to figure out what you should podcast about. We talked about following the leader, seeing what's happening over at the Apples and Spotify's and all that kind of world and how sometimes getting close to these third parties is a good thing. And today I want to talk about another group that you should cozy up to if, in fact, you are thinking about making a new program. And that new group of people that you should cozy on up to, this is going to sound a little weird, so bear with me for a moment, are the people who are responsible for the money flow. Mm, The money flow. Right now, podcasting, there's lots of ways to make money, but the one that gets talked about quite a lot, and the one that is growing quite a lot, is podcast advertising. Full disclaimer, I don't run ads on this show. Most of my clients I work with don't have ads in their show. A handful have sponsors. So I'm not saying you have to do anything like this, but I want to talk about making a new show with the input of the people who are responsible for bringing money into your podcast. Now, clearly you could go approach a sponsor and say, what do you want in a podcast? But I don't think you should do that because now you're crossing the line between editorial and advertising. And that's just a bad thing from the publishing world. And if I'm hesitant as I begin this, it's because you have to remember, I have around 15-ish years of experience running digital advertising agencies, and I try my best to not do that anymore. So if I'm, if you're sensing some trepidation, that's what it is. Flashbacks, if you will. Not that my time was terrible there. I'm just trying to do different things. But you may not understand this right now, but the majority of the money that's flowing into advertising, somewhere north of a half a billion dollars, half of a billion dollars in advertising revenue, most of that is funneled through advertising agencies, representation, companies that work with lots of advertisers, excuse me, lots of podcasters and lots of advertisers to facilitate the transaction. It's not all that common when someone with a lot of money approaches an individual show and says, can I spend money on you? Normally, the way that it works is advertisers with a significant budget will approach a sales rep, an advertising sales rep for a network, 
or a boutique agency, tick, tick, these are the ones I'm talking about today, and say, hey, I got money to spend. How can I spend it? Okay, That's what these reps do. And then they go and find places to spend that advertiser's money, usually from a stable of shows that they are familiar with, that they know the ad, the download counts for, that they know some demographic. They know lots of information. But here's the thing about these ad reps, these ad agencies out there. They can't sell enough. There's not enough inventory for them to sell. They have more money, more they have the ability to spend more money than podcasts today in 2019 have available inventory. They need places to place their ads, which means they need really good shows from people like you, working podcaster. Here's the trick. They want very specific shows. Actually, that's, that's the wrong way to say it. They have specific audiences that they would like to place ads on. Wrong way to say that again. There are specific audiences they are looking for that they want to reach, and they need podcasts to reach those audiences. That's who you should be cozying up to for thinking about your next program. The next show you want to launch, pick up the phone, send an email, tweet to some of these ad reps, these advertising agencies that sell ads for podcasts. There are lots of them. I'm thinking about companies like True Native Media, Cabana, Authentic, Advertise Cash. There's, there's a lot of these companies. And they get approached by people every single day that say, here's a half a billion dollars I want to spend. Just my big ass company. I want to spend it on podcasting. Can you help me? And they say yes, but only a certain portion because they don't have enough shows to actually fill the complete inventory order. You're probably thinking, great, I'll just tell them about my show. That's not what I'm talking about. That's a possibility. You can totally do that. But remember, podcasts and advertising don't really get interesting until at least the 5,000 downloads per episode mark. Realistically, more like 50,000 or hundreds of thousands. That's what these companies are looking for. So if you're getting a few hundred, well, good luck. But by cozying up to these ad sales reps, asking them, what kinds of content do you need to fulfill the orders you have today that will likely continue tomorrow and the next day? You can start building that show today. Now, you're not going to get money out of the gate. You're not going to get money out of the gate because ad sales for these companies are based on how many downloads your shows get. And of course, it takes time to build a show. But you can approach these companies saying, I have X number of years experience. Here are the shows I have done previously. I know what it takes to make a really good quality show. What I need help from Mr. or Mrs. Advertising Sales Rep is what audience should I focus on? What are you being asked to place that you can't today? I've made a show for that very specific audience. I'll build it up over time. And so 18 months from now, 24 months from now, 36 months from now, I'll have built up a big enough show where you can spend some money. You can give me some money for my show. These companies will take your call, experienced podcaster.
If you are a good storyteller, if you have the ability to put together a compelling show and whatever you're doing right now, they would be very happy to talk to you and perhaps even explain the size of the opportunity to you so you can kind of get it, so you can see what's being done out there or what needs to be done out there. Again, you're not going to make money off of this immediately. But I can't stress enough how important it is to make sure that your show is reaching a target audience. So you might as well pick an audience that is ready to be monetized. I don't talk a lot about monetization on the show because I think there's a lot of different ways to do that. But as you're thinking about the next show and you're thinking about cozying up to people to get the sorts of data and insight you need to make the shows that audiences want, well, what about a show that a certain audience wants to pay for? Seems like a wise choice and idea to me. I mean, if if I knew exactly what kind of show to put together and I was able to put that show together, I would do it in a heartbeat because I know there's money coming out of the back end and I can even figure out how much money comes out of the back end. This, these are all numbers you can plug in and play. No real big surprises. You still have to execute. There's still no guarantee. But at least now you know what's worth selling, what those companies are looking for. I'm curious what you think about this idea. You can leave me a comment. I'll see it. Or you can download the Flick.group app. Yeah, pretty cool little thing. Private group just for us, although you can join other Flick groups. If you'd like to, Flick.group slash podcast pontifications. Uh, Speaking of advertising, I don't run any ads. I have no intention of running ads, but you can support me by going to buymeacoffee.com slash evoterra. And signing up for like a simple little one-time contribution or monthly. I like monthly. Monthly is good for me. How about you? And if you need some help with your podcast, that's what my agency does. We are focused on making strategic podcasts. We do strategic podcasting for business clients all over the globe. Uh, Give me an email. Evo at podcastlaunch.pro. Check out podcastlaunch.pro to see some of the things that we do. That's it. See you tomorrow for another podcast pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, Access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. 
If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.